What is a Wesleyan band meeting? A Wesleyan band meeting is a group of about five to seven people who meet together once a week, um, basically to confess sin to each other. There were several prerequisites in early Methodism to be a part of a band meeting. Uh, and you can see in the rules of the band societies a list of, of the questions that you're supposed to be able to answer before you join a band meeting. And so it's things like, have you the forgiveness of your sins? Have you peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ? And then there are a number of other questions that relate to your willingness to be really open and transparent and to hear um, what other people think about what's happening in your life in, in really honest and transparent ways. So questions like, do you desire to be told of your faults? Do you desire to be told of all your faults and that plain and home? Do you desire that every one of us should tell you from time to time whatsoever is in his heart concerning you? Consider. Do you desire we should tell you whatsoever we think, whatsoever we fear, whatsoever we hear concerning you? Right, so it's a real concern of are we going to be really honest with each other? Are we going to tell each other the truth about what we really see happening in each other's lives? What we really think is at stake. And then once you would join a band meeting, there were five questions that were supposed to be asked at every meeting. And they were, what known sins have you committed since our last meeting? What temptations have you met with? How was you delivered? What have you thought, said, or done of which you doubt whether it be sin or not? And then finally, have you nothing you desire to keep secret? So the band meeting is a very intense, very direct conversation about what's really happening in someone's life. What are the things that are keeping someone from growing in holiness? And so the deep purpose of being in a band meeting is pursuing growth in holiness, growing um, in sanctification. And that's why you would do this practice that initially seems a bit odd. Uh, why would you want to gather together with people to tell them about the sins you've committed in the past week? Why would you ask other people if there's anything they desire to be secret? Isn't that a bit too invasive? Isn't that a bit too intense? But the reason that they did that is because Methodists had a strong belief in the importance of rooting out whatever it is that's keeping us from continuing to grow in our relationship with God. That if there's anything that's holding us back, it needs to be exposed, it needs to be talked about, so that we can grow forward. And so the, in the bands, the, the rules of the band societies, for example, always begin with citing James chapter 5, verse 16. So for example, it says here, the design of our meeting is to obey that command of God. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. And so for Wesleyans, confession of sin is for the sake of growth and holiness. It's not for the sake of shaming someone. It's not for the sake of heaping guilt on people, um, but it's for the sake of growing in holiness. As I believe I said, the bands were divided by uh, gender and marital status. And so um, there's just kind of practical considerations, I think, that are at work in that. Um, you have men meeting together who are married, women meeting together who are married, women meeting together who are single, and men meeting together who are single. Uh, and the reason for that, again, is to, to make it possible, uh, as easy as possible, for people to be open and transparent and honest with each other about what's really happening. One of the things that I think is, is, is valuable about this practice and why it's worth wrestling with reclaiming in our own time and place is that we often, I think, are tempted to not confess sin 
in really specific ways, right, to tell other people about the things that we've done that we wish we hadn't done or that we know were wrong. Now, we're often tempted not to do that because I think at one level, obviously, it's painful. Telling someone else that you've done something wrong makes it seem more real to you. It, and so we oftentimes want to, to be in denial and feel like if we just cover up what we've done, if we don't tell people about it, uh, if we just hide what's happened, that, that that will somehow make what's happened not have happened. Uh, and one of the things that I think that Methodists realize is that confession isn't actually related to doing something wrong, right? Something, if you've done something that you ought not to have done, you've already done it and that, that ship has sailed, so to speak. And so for Methodists, the, the pastoral concern is what is at stake for the person created in the image of God who has done something they shouldn't have done and their relationship with God as a result and with others potentially is, is jeopardized. Well, the goal is, the desire is, the hope is that in telling the truth, the only way forward when you have, have sinned, when you have done something that damages your relationship with God is to tell the truth and then to begin to make amends, uh, to turn away from the sin um, and to, to begin to walk with God anew. And so there's a determination in early Methodism to do whatever it takes to help people who have um, taken steps away from God, as they would often say, backslid, uh, to, to find a kind of renewed hope, to find renewed healing. And I think this practice is relevant for us today because I think in every single community where there is a Methodist or Wesleyan presence, there are people whose lives are being consumed by sin. And sometimes it's the sort of spectacular sins that get a lot of attention in the media. And sometimes it's much more mundane, un, un, unspectacular things. And we, we don't do a very good job helping people to find hope and to find a way forward. Um, and I, I have experienced myself in, in being in a band meeting and have found that, that there is something very powerful about telling other human beings um, the truth about your life, the good stuff and the bad stuff, and being fully known. And in the band meeting, you can find, the hope is that you find that you are fully known and that you are fully loved by others and most importantly, by God. And that when forgiveness is received in the context of confession of specific sins, one is able to find a much deeper freedom from the power of those sins. Um, then, for example, when we do a congregational prayer of confession before the Eucharist, which is valuable, but I don't think has the same degree of potency for helping people to really find freedom. So the band meeting is for is confession of sin for the sake of growth and holiness so that people can find healing, can find hope. Uh, in the words of a Charles Wesley hymn, uh, he talks about that, that God breaks the power of canceled sin. Sin is canceled through forgiveness and justification, but the power of canceled sin is broken through um, sanctification and uh, through being in something like a band meeting. God doesn't want us to still be in prison even though we've already been forgiven. And so it's the way in which we are fully uh, made free. <laughs>